Hello, Eurocron fans. This is your host, Scott Pitney. Welcome to another edition of Eurocron. As always, this is about extraordinary people, but as a bonus, we're also including extraordinary places. Enjoy. Savannah, Georgia. So uh, we are here with, what is your name, sir? Iron Mike. Iron Mike, very appropriate. And uh, what river are we looking at, or, or waterway is this? This is actually the Savannah River, and this is River Street Plaza on world-famous River Street in Savannah, Georgia. All right, and so Iron Mike, tell us what you're doing here. I make names out of wire. Uh, I can make any name you like, make single names, first names, last names, two names together with a heart and mill for couples, favorite team names, and other creations. Okay. Tell us some backstory about yourself, Fire Mike. Well, I uh, originally from Indiana, and I saw a gentleman do this at a street fair north of Indianapolis around the Muncie, Indiana area about 12 years ago. And I thought it was an interesting craft, so I bought six names from him and started practicing and found out it was something I could actually do fairly well. And I've been doing this in different cities for the last 12 years, uh, mainly here in Savannah, Georgia, but also in Key West, Nashville, Tennessee, Charleston, and other touristy cities. Definitely some nice places. So why did you decide to kind of settle on Savannah? Uh, I actually really enjoy Savannah. It's a, a nice city. There's always a lot of tourists. The permit laws here are very lenient. So, uh, and uh, something I found that everybody that comes to Savannah has a name, and that's good for my business. <laughs> that's very good. That's Scott. So, uh, yeah, that, that looks fantastic. And that took you all of about uh, 60 seconds, I think, something like that, maybe. James has even left. <laughs> <It's> already made. <laughs> He's got some pre-made names today. That's great. So you, you learned this crap from somebody else. How many uh, folks do you think are that, that do this are out in the world? Well, I, I honestly don't know. Um, I was 42 when I saw the gentleman do it, and I haven't seen anyone do it before or since. So I know there, I know there are two of us, and I've taught two people how to do it. One's in Charleston, the other one is in Virginia Beach, and so I, I, I know there have to be more, but I just don't know for sure. So let's talk uh, a little tech talk here. What kind of wire are we using here? It looks like uh, pretend uh, annealed. This is a very special wire I import from the south of France. I'm just kidding. This is uh, actually 16-gauge galvanized steel, and this is located in aisle 13 of the picture hanging aisle of Home Depot. <laughs> okay, so very, very hard to get a hold of. <laughs> uh, so, um, precious metal. So let's talk about Savannah a little bit. There are a ton of restaurants here on, uh, this is Riverway, correct? River Street. Oh, River Street. Uh, we are in River, this is called River Street Plaza or Rusakis Plaza, named after the gentleman who um, developed it. So uh, you got any restaurant uh, recommendations, Mike? Well, I eat at the Olympia Cafe every day just because it's so conveniently close. That is very close. <laughs> and uh, but there, the, we got a lot of gr good uh, good restaurants down here. Um, of course, if you come to Savannah, you have to visit Leopold's Ice Cream, which is not on River Street, but it is a world famous ice cream parlor. 
And uh, there's some other attractions, I'm sure. What uh, Any other attractions you would recommend to stop and see in Savannah, like near where we are? Well, definitely, uh, once you get your name in wire, it's all downhill from there. <laughs> but uh, we do have a uh, famous statue. It's called the Waving Girl Statue. Uh, this is also the birthplace of Juliet Gordon-Lowe, who is the founder of Girl Scouts. And Savannah is also the place where they filmed Forrest Gump. And uh, Chippewa Square, about six blocks from here, is the place where they filmed all the bus scenes. Well, that is very interesting. And that's tonight. all I got to say about that. <laughs> well done, Mike. <laughs> if, I, if I wasn't looking at your face, I would have thought you were him. Um what uh so how if people can't make it to savannah and they want to get a name from you is there a way to do that absolutely you can uh, contact me by phone which is 912-800-3158 and i do ship all over the country okay fantastic so uh we're gonna put that out there for your cron fans we'll have pictures of uh iron mike's wire forms of the names that he's made for us uh, he's on the last name now and we've been chatting for i don't know three four five minutes uh, he's uh very quick at this and very good at this this is this is absolutely amazing so anything else you want to tell us before we uh let you get back to your work um no, i just appreciate your time uh, the interview and uh, come see iron mike on river street i'm set up every day right across from the water taxi right beside the high right beside the uh, Civil Rights Monument. You got it, sir. Thanks again, Iron Mike. Thank you. All right, so we're standing in front of the Cotton Sale Hotel here in Savannah, and we met a gentleman. What's your name, sir? Antoine Lee. All right, Antoine Lee. He is a street street comedian. Is that street comedian? I'm independent, and I'm I will be blowing in the next six months to a year. Okay, so where do you uh, usually hang out? I'm from Miami. I'm from Miami 305. I represent Miami. You know, I've been since I got out of prison. I've been down here because my my baby mother, which is my kid's mother. She she stays in Miami, so when I got released, I caught the bus to Savannah, and I've been in here every, ever since, and I've been doing this ever since. I've been on the streets here in Savannah doing this, and this is what found my, this is what made me find my craft and let me know I am better than a lot of people that's out there, because I already been, I already been a funny guy growing up. You know, my friends, they know I'm a comedian and everything, but... I never knew that I was that funny till I really got this age. And then I realized I was really that funny. Were you a class clown? Not really a class clown, but I can tell the truth and facts and, and make it a joke. Okay. So that could be a class clown at the same, at the, at once, at, you know, at one point, but on another note, you know, it's two sides to every coin. I was never a class clown. I probably made jokes and put it put the facts in it and it made it positive and everybody laughed but I was always the one that raised my hand and everything but here I want to just tell a joke for my, my friend and his wife you know this is one of my good friends here and he told me he got a broadcast and I'll be glad for to do it for him at any time even when I get rich I could be a millionaire he can call me anytime and I'm, I will fly out he can fly to me I can fly him in and I just want y'all to stay tuned. Y'all ready? I already gave him a joke. Listen now. I already gave him a joke before. 
I, I don't want y'all to hear that because that's a million dollar joke. That's just for him and his wife. Yeah, that was that, that's rated R. We're gonna go PG thirteen. So I will not give y'all that joke because that's a million dollar joke and that's rated R. You know, that's for the big screen. But I'm gonna give you something light just to know where you know, just give you a little drawing picture, just know where we at, and just give you a you know a little footage of what you gonna get out of me. All right, let's go. All right. So. It was this rich guy, right? He owned everything. He owned the zoo. He owned the world. And he had this—he had this elephant. For some strange reason, the elephant would not sit down and do this and do this. So, what I mean by that? See, y'all not hearing me or y'all not seeing me. So, what I mean that I—he, the elephant could. He, he got everything but the elephant doing, squatting down, shaking his head yes, and shaking his head no. And, and, and the man is pissed off. He got everything in the world. It's just the trained elephant, he loved, I'm talking about he loved this elephant dearly, and he won't just sit down for him, and he won't shake his head yeah, he won't shake his head no. So now the man, he he's mad. He's not really mad, but he's mad because he can't get rid of the elephant. He would not get, this is the, this like his, this is his his favorite, like his child. So he called around the world. He said, I got a million dollars. Whoever can get my elephant and train my elephant to squat down. So everybody tried. It was millions and millions of people, millions of people. This one guy came. He walked up to the elephant and he just kicked the elephant. Boom! <laughs> the elephant dropped down to the floor. Boom! He got the million dollars. So everybody shocked that this one man just did that when the it's means and me. I'm talking about this made this made the press. This world record, you know. So everybody shocked. So now he's trying to get the elephant. He say he say that wasn't it. I'm trying to get him to shake his head yes and no. Where the guy went? The guy disappeared. So now he's putting it out there again. He got to go put it broadcast it out there again. And the guy caught it and say, man, that'll be easy. He went there, mind you, before the guy caught it, he had millions and millions of people. I'm talking about more than what he had the first time. Try to get Elephant to shake his head yes and shake his head no at the same time. So now the guy caughts it, the guy catch it, he goes straight down there. He walks up to the elephant. He say, hey, man, do you remember me? The elephant say, mm, you want me to keep your nuts again? Mm. That man was rich just off on two things. And I thank God for him, you know? That's funny. But this is my friend. And listen, I got more jokes. And anytime you want, anytime y'all want to hear a joke, y'all give him a beep or y'all tell him something. Y'all, y'all ask for Twan, and I'm going to give him my number. Matter of fact, he got my number already. And I want to let y'all know, whenever y'all want to joke, y'all call me. I mean, y'all call him, he'll call me, and we'll go three-way, and I'll give y'all another joke. I got jokes for days. I got jokes for months. I got jokes for years. And it only takes seconds. Ah, awesome. Awesome job. All right, so thank you very much. I, we enjoyed that. Okay, so we are at uh, Moon River Restaurant, and this is one of the famous places in Savannah for ghost tours. And we are here with, I'm going to let everybody introduce themselves. Taryn, hello, Mo. From? Uh, 
uh, Dallas, Fort Worth, Texas. And Tambra Holomo from Texas. They, and we met, we met uh, Tamara and Taryn earlier, and we were supposed to be on a ghost tour. And, well, anyway, things kind of changed. But anyway, we went on our own ghost tour, and now we're here at Moon River with... Ella Oshkidian. Nice to meet you, Ella. And Ella was, was kind enough to kind of pick up where we sort of got dumped off. <laughs> and uh, and, and uh, give us our own private ghost tour. So give us a little background, Ella, about uh, how long you've been here and what, uh, what can you tell us about Moon River and ghosts. All right, so I'm I've been here for about two weeks, um, and Moon River Brewing Company. So this place used to be. Um, it started off as a hospital, the first hospital here in Savannah, Georgia, for the wounded soldiers during Civil War, and then also uh, women, men, and children um, that were sick with yellow fever. So a lot of death happened here, and then it was a hotel as well. It was an insane asylum and a brothel as well. So a lot of things happened here. Um, we had a co-worker that worked here about a year or two ago and he decided to bring a Ouija board and play the Ouija board upstairs and create a, a brick circle. And it's still up there but no one's allowed to go up there to the third and fourth floor. Really? Yeah, it's completely blocked. What up. floor are we on right here? We are on the first floor. Okay, so, but we can go up to the second. You can go to the second floor and you can go to the basement as well because in the basement we have uh, banquets still so that's open to the public as well. Okay, so tell us what would we what would we see on the second floor or the basement? So original like wall and brick and steps, all the woodwork, all the framework is still from the 1800s which is absolutely beautiful. The upstairs is a little bit scarier just because there was construction and was never finished so the walls are kind of chipping off the paint so it, it looks creepy already you know but at night it's even scarier because you definitely feel like a shift you know in energy and atmosphere just gets a little bit heavier so have you ever seen a ghost yes what does a ghost look like well spirits ghosts entities they we're all energy so they can take different forms you know however they choose to appear and um, the one here that I've seen um, range from literally just like a black shadow um, like a shadow person to um, I've seen a person but no no facial features, nothing it was just made out of like gray fog um, and then there's a lady in white, the infamous lady in white, I personally haven't seen her but my co-workers have and they describe her as this uh, really really unattractive older woman with long white hair and like no eyes just like black sockets like and she kind of moves very do, you, do you feel that any of these ghost sightings are tied to the history of this location absolutely absolutely and and how so um just because of the the 
time frame and like you know certain ones like okay so like the soldier stuff I saw soldier actually last night outside of that at that exit over there like staring right at me and I was going to like clean the tables I was petrified I was mortified the other ones it's more of like a feeling you know that you have um because they haven't finished business or they they were sick you know and they died too early I do feel a lot of like the children's spirits you know kind of gravitate towards me tell us what's the Describe what the soldier looked like. What, what was the vision that you saw? Um, I saw the features of a man's face, but he had um, like a almost like a old like commander uniform with like tassels on the side, like and like a, I don't even know what it is, but kind of like a what is that thing called that they wear like across their chest? Yeah. yeah. A what? A bandolier. That's what yeah. I have right here. Yeah. That was Levon. Thank you, Levon. So, like, a, but it was a Civil War. Would you say it was from the Civil War era? I don't know. I don't know. Okay. I mean, definitely old because you don't see, like, yeah. uniforms like that anymore. But decorated, so. You, yes. Yeah, so you could definitely, yeah. Yes. So. And just staring at me. Yeah. Just staring at me and then kind of, like, disappears, you know? Like, he's made out of air. Now, did you come to work here because of the ghost history here? Nope. I did not even even know that this is a place that was you know known for being haunted I just I feel that the universe always places me in like really dark places because it needs some light you know to clear out the bad karma I guess okay so what, what are some other places like this that you worked before um I mean Savannah itself has like catacombs underneath and stuff so this place has a lot of history you know but I haven't worked at other places that I would say you know are known for being haunted or anything like like well, for only being here two weeks, you have a lot of knowledge. So you obviously were trained well, and they trained you on all the history of the... <laughs> Train. uh, no, I just I just oh, this, did my research. Oh, yeah. this is your own research? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, and my own Very impressive. experiences. Thank you. Very impressive. Yeah. Yeah. Very impressive. And just because I was seeing things, and I felt the energy of the place being heavy and, and sad, and so I just started looking up and doing my own research. Maybe you should be the trainer. I should be. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. Two ghost stores too. I'm pretty good at that. I love you. <laughs> well, thank you for. Oh, we do. Thank you so much for taking time. Really appreciate it. We know it's the end of your shift. Thank and you so uh, any any final uh, thoughts, words? Uh, where obviously we're in Savannah. So the name of the restaurant one more time. Moon River Brewing Company. Moon River Brewing Company. So thank you so much for being our guest. We'll be right back. Today's episode is sponsored by Pitney Properties. Pitney Properties provides real estate services to buyers and sellers located in and around the Houston area. Having been raised in Texas, LeBon Pitney is incredibly well-versed in the area's housing market and always manages to find her clients those hidden gems that other agents tend to overlook. LeBon's relentless style and integrity allow her to hold client satisfaction at her highest priority. She works hard to make the entire home buying and selling experience as is productive and enjoyable as possible. Whether her clients are first-time buyers or seasoned investors, LeBon works tirelessly to accommodate their needs and exceed their expectations. To learn more about LeBon's real estate services, please don't hesitate to call her today at 713-805-8871. That's 
888-888-8871 or contact Vaughn at soul at pitmanproperties.com. continue our ghost tour here at the Moon River. We have a, a new guest with us. What is your name? My name is Des. Des, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, Des was actually also mixing our drinks earlier. And how long have you been an employee here at Moon River? Uh, I've only been here for about six months, but there's definitely been some stuff that's been going, you know, that's happened and has happened. This place has got a pretty crazy history. All right. Well, let's uh, find out what's going on. So we we are now on the second floor. And uh, just to give a, a description, what, what, do y'all, what do y'all see in here? Tell me what the description of the second floor. It's pretty creepy. Wow, it is kind of creepy. Very decrepit. Why is it creepy? And paint peeling. It's dark. It's definitely dark. Yeah, very. No one is a uh, will renovate this place in Savannah because anyone that tries to change it gets scared off. Um, One of the four men, the last guy that actually tried to really, really change it, his wife brought him lunch in the stairs that are in front of us right now. Uh, She got pushed down the stairs and broke her neck. Oh my god! So since then, um, when did this happen? Um, I want to say I don't 100% accurately know, but. It's a long time ago or recently? No, not, not a long, long time ago. In the 2000s. Like, still, it wasn't. Like, this oh, is yeah, a, recent. the building is 200 years old. So, you know, it started out as a hotel. It was a hostel. Uh, it was a hospital. It was an asylum. Um, downstairs, you know, we can probably go down there real quick. The bottom part of our brewery, the da- uh, tax determination room, uh, used to be the morgue. Um, Interesting. So why are there lights on in there? That's the one room that we do use. That's our office. Okay. Um, so... Everything, I mean, it's pretty just a lot of overstock here. Um, Let's talk about what you've seen. You've seen some things. Um, I haven't seen anything in particular other than like, uh, so I only come up here with a buddy, especially at night. I refuse to go down those stairs um, because just of a, like, it's just a weird vibe and gut feeling thing. Okay. So my first, my, I think my first or second day I, I came up and I uh, was sitting waiting to do my checkout and it was before I knew anything about, um, you know, Moon River and the history here, mm-hmm. but the top two floors above us, you know, the stairs are barricaded off. No one's used them in decades. Um, the last people that were up there were the people that were on ghost adventurers. Um, so how long, how long ago was that? Uh, that was, I think in 2004 or five. They were on, on it was that one show. Of the early, yeah, it was, the, it was one of the earlier seasons, but, um, so I was sitting here and I saw like, uh, I, I heard like a bunch of chatter noises, like there was an event going on above me. I didn't really think too much of it. Like I saw, um, you know, lights coming through the crack and coming down the stairs. And I thought maybe there was like a ghost tour or something like that just because of the signs. And the next day when I, you know, had asked about it, like, because it seemed like there was like at least 20 people up there. Um, they're like, no, like, I don't know what you're talking about. Um, Jay was like, um, yeah, no one, there's, we don't host any events up there. And I was like, okay, well, that's creepy. Because you <laughs> and, know you heard it, some. I, yeah, well, I, yeah, it's like the distinct, you know, like people walking around, like, you know, chatter, conversation. Like, it wasn't scary. I just, it just seemed like there was something, you know, that was happening up there. Do you believe in ghosts? 
Um, before before working here? Before working here, yeah. I mean, I definitely believe that you know things exist on like you know a different plane, spiritual plane, and stuff like that. Um, I don't. I'm not super into trying to contact or you know disrupt you know whatever that is going you know whatever whatever's going on because a lot of places or a lot of people here um say that like only negative things happen like there's only like it's a lot of aggressive things that happen you know when something like that happens yeah. uh, my a couple of my coworkers, you know bill he's been here for 16 years or something like that and uh he was on the stairs um and he got pushed down and he's got pictures that he showed me of like you know the scratches on the back of his neck and stuff like that people that you know the employees that have been here for a while have seen like full-on seen the ghosts and stuff like that so up here it's the lady in white and downstairs there's toby and um who's toby uh he so this place also used to be private residences, and he was kind of an eccentric man that used to live down there. This used to be riverfront property. Uh, so the downstairs used to be like a man's living room. Uh, so uh, I think it was the guy that lived there. Wow. Well, uh, so are you going to take us down to the uh, basement then? Yeah, I can All take right. it out. Let's do it. All right. So we are down in the basement now. This is This has been a morgue. This is been several things right yeah very very much so so this area you can see like kind of how it used to be like a home and stuff like that where the front door and windows used to be so toby like i said very eccentric man he owned exotic cats and stuff like that so these pillars um you would chain them up to him and you can see like where they would yeah lions and stuff like uh like i'm pretty sure he had like a tiger and something else like very cool. Yeah, and yeah, then uh, scary. What 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 is this uh, bar? No, I, I came down and I saw this bar to the left. So we do banquets down here. Oh, okay. So yeah, so it gets pretty dolled up. So this is something that uh, the brewery's been around for twenty one years. So okay. this is you know something that they put in whenever the Moon River opens. Gotcha. Okay, and this is a lot cooler uh, than the <laughs> second floor we were just. Oh, absolutely! Yeah, <laughs> complete temperature changes on all levels. Uh, okay. The tax determination room. What do we? What is that? So the tax determination room is so when the beer goes through all the lines and down the taps into these kegs is when they can legally be taxed by the government. So it's kind of fun. It's like oh, so I've never like heard of the tax where determination where we can, uh, room. Sell the beer. Yeah. Okay. All right. Very interesting. Uh, it's called. Was, this is the tax determination room. She tax just determination. Room. Oh, I need a picture of that. Yeah, you need. Yeah, I'm gonna get a picture. Yeah, send that picture to me. That's very cool. <laughs> just because we're closed, I don't mind taking it back. Yeah. Whenever they did the thing on Ghost Adventurers, mm-hmm. um, they said we have like this pit back here mm-hmm. that you know we'll toss things down for the banquet and stuff like that. But they like described it as like the pit of hell and. Uh, there used to be like a pool table down here, a completely different setup and stuff, and now we just use it as overstock. So a lot of people will see things, you know, around here. And... Okay, we are at Hilton Head Island, South Carolina. We are standing on top of the famous lighthouse, and this is a self-guided tour. So I'm just going to read the inscription here on the lighthouse. We're 
currently looking down the 18th hole right now, um, facing 180 degrees south. So uh, here's what the inscription tells us. You are now looking directly down the 18th fairway of the Harbortown Lynx, and you are standing on the target. Any golfer who hits a reasonably straight drive will be lining up directly on this lighthouse for a perfect approach to the green. Photos of this spectacular golf hole have appeared in every major golf and sports publication in the world, not to mention major newspapers and national television. From here, you can see the full length of the hole and note the little peninsula that juts into the sound. Created initially as the result of a dredging accident, it was kept as an alternative landing area for the tee shot. For the long ball hitter, it creates a perfect setup for a second shot to the green. That little accident has been called a stroke of diabolical genius, quote unquote, by many a player, both amateur and PGA Touring Pro. The scene of both triumph and tragedy. This is one of the golf's most photographed finishing holes and is a fitting conclusion to one of the nation's greatest tests of golf. Okay, so we are here at the um, Prohibition Museum. I believe it's the only Prohibition Museum in the country, at least that's what I've read on the website. And so we are here with Travis, who's kind enough to speak to us a little bit and tell us a little bit about the museum. Hi, Travis. Hey, how's it going? Doing great. Thanks for joining us. Yeah, so yeah, we are the only American, uh, we are the only Prohibition uh, Museum in the country. Uh, you know, some people will say, well, what about the uh, museum in Vegas or like this temperance or, or this alcohol museum? And they're all great institutions. Uh, ours is the only one that – those are specific topics from Prohibition. Ours is the only one that takes a look at this massive movement in American history from start to finish and kind of looking at the whole picture. Uh, those, I love that those places get to kind of focus in on those really specific parts, but ours is more general and looking at the entire issue. Uh, so that's why we call ourselves the only uh, one in the country. Yeah, and plus you uh, get a couple drinks when you buy a ticket. Yeah, well – you, you can add a drink onto your ticket. They don't come automatically with the ticket. Gotcha. Uh, but yeah, yeah, you, it, our, our museum ends in a full speakeasy where you can grab yourself a cocktail from before 1930, uh, which is pretty cool. All of our recipes predate 1930. Some of them go back to the 1700s, mid-1800s, um, so I call it educational drinking. <laughs> what are some of those popular, more popular drinks that you serve? Uh, the Brown Derby is a big one. That's from the 20s. Um, uh, Mary Pickford, our local one is called Chatham Artillery Punch. Uh, you see that on menus all around town um that's a that one it packs a punch uh mary pickford sidecar french 75 round derby the aviation uh, we have a whole menu of them that's uh, about 15 of them so uh you personally how long have you been with the museum and how did you get this gig i've been here since the beginning i, I used to manage our company's ghost tour ghosts and gravestones here in town and then when they opened the museum or got ready to open the museum they added me onto it to uh, uh uh help train everybody and and become a big old nerd about the subject all right so how long has this museum been here uh since may of 2017 so four years okay yeah fairly young so uh are you from savannah no new jersey oh, okay yeah. Uh, what uh, what other kind of things would you recommend for people visiting here to see while they're in Savannah? Definitely a trolley tour, uh, Old Town Trolley uh, specifically. Uh, it kind of my best way to get the lay of the land. Uh, you know, you got to do a ghost tour while you're here. Uh, that, uh, we're the most haunted city in America. And honestly, eat really well and drink really well. Um, I get real sad when I hear of anybody having a bad meal or a bad drink in Savannah. There's no excuse for it. Yeah. There's just so much good stuff. There, there is. And there, so we've been here a few days. And we've uh, found that good food. What are your some some of your 
your favorite restaurants? Oh man, my new newer one is Fat Radish over here on, on Congress. Um, we go there way too much. Um, they, they they just sprouted. They opened, I think, even either during the pandemic or very short before the pandemic. And, and we we've, we've been doing that one a lot. I love Hapatamaka. That's also a newer one. Uh, some of the classics that I go for though, uh, Mrs. Wilkes Boarding House is fantastic. Uh, that's one of those ones I can't eat if um, I need to like do anything afterwards. <laughs> um, uh, Zunzi's is a good one too, and they just moved to a massive new location with a full bar. Uh, Zunzi's is some really special eating around town. Collins Quarter, that's a good one, especially for coffee. Yeah. Yeah. And what about that steamboat uh, tour? Uh, what's river, that like? The yeah. riverboat? Yeah. Uh, the riverboat's magical. I, I've only ever been on it. I've never done the daytime sightseeing tour, but I've done it at night for like a dinner cruise. And it's just, it's just, it's peaceful almost to be, uh, kind of get out of the city on the, I like being on the water. So uh, I love doing that sort of thing. Stars all above you out on the roof of the riverboat. That's good stuff. Yeah. Well, great suggestions. Thank you very much. And uh, we uh, look forward to the tour. So yeah. thanks again. You're welcome. Have a good time.